SEC, the crew's going to break down three games of Super Wild Card Weekend and their impact on the football card market. Who you got? It's the Colts versus the Bills, the Rams versus the Seahawks, and the Ravens versus the Titans. All this and more now on SEC. What's up, guys? Welcome to Sports Cards Culture. I'm Chris. I'm here with Christina, Nick, the producer, and, of course, Josh of Cardboard Chronicles. The opening round of the NFL playoffs often makes for very intriguing matchups, and this is especially true this year because this weekend will feature six NFL playoff games. In today's episode, we're going to talk about some of them and analyze some of the sports card storylines that are at play. So up first is the Indianapolis Colts at the Buffalo Bills, and we're going to have some fun. All right, so let's make some friendly predictions. I just want you guys to pick your winner straight up of the Colts at the Bills, but before you do, let me give some background information to you. All right, the Bills are six-and-a-half-point favorites. Stefan Diggs of the Bills, who is the NFL leader in receptions and in receiving yards, is listed as questionable for the game. The Bills are the two-seed. The Colts are the seven-seed. The Bills average 31.3 points per game. They allow 23.4, and the Colts average 28.2 points per game, and they allow 22.6. The Bills, by the way, have the second most points per game in the league. Okay, so let's make our predictions, and I'm going to go to Nick, the producer, first. Nick, who wins straight up? Colts at Bills. Today on SCC, I got the Bills. Oh, you got the Bills. Any reason why or just because you own a Josh Allen card? I mean, I'd like to see the Colts win for the narrative of Phillip Rivers. I think he's a good guy. I think he's been in the league a long time. It's long past his due to have a Super Bowl ring. But Josh Allen is just too much of a beast. And that team, that defense is flowing. They're clicking at the right time. I'm going with the Bills. I like your point, though. Uh, Phil Rivers is a good guy. It would spread the most familial joy if Phil Rivers wins because of all those kids. <laughs> Many, much more happiness in the aggregate. Christina, who do you like to win, the Colts or the Bills? I'm going to go with the Colts because this one said the Bills. Oh, that, that's good enough reasoning for Christina. <laughs> and Josh, who do you like in the Colts at the Bills? This feels like one of those games where you should just pick the Bills because they're rolling. But playoff football, I feel like the first that first week, there's always one of those upsets like this. So I'm actually going to pick the Colts uh, just because the the Bills have a lot of pressure on them right now. And I think it's going to get to them a little bit. That's just kind of a guess. I love it. I, I love that. So I'm going to go Bills. So we're evenly split 2-2. Two, two. Now let's talk about one of the hottest cards in the hobby, the 2018 Select Field Level Silver Josh Allen Rookie Card PSA 10. This card has a population of 75, and it's no secret that Josh Allen has emerged as one of the top quarterbacks in the league this season. He threw for the fifth most yards, the fifth most touchdowns, and had the third best quarterback rating. Now, using Card Ladder's all-time sales history database, I can see that this card could have been had for $55 a year ago. Now, as we all know, the hobby exploded over the course of 2020, and it sold for $800 going into the season in late August. It got as low as $575 in early November, but the card sold for $1,783 on January 4th, more than tripling its November value and marking a return of 3,144% over the last year. 
for comparison's sake, the card that Nick was just showing, the Josh Allen prison-based PSA 10, has a population of 771, and it also sold for $55 a year ago. That card is now $850, uh, but clearly the field-level silver has blown the doors off of the prison base. So, Josh, let me throw this to you, man. Let's talk about Josh Allen and this card in particular, the field-level silver PSA 10, a little bit. First, I want to get your thoughts on how this select field-level silver has just completely outperformed the prism base. Uh, the field-level silver PSA 10 is coming up on 1800 bucks, whereas the prism base is 850 range. They both once were the same price a year ago. What can we learn from this, man? Well, I'd like to think collectors are getting smarter about the population reports and the market cap. And I think the select field level has just gotten a lot more popular in the last few months. It's a better looking card for a lot of people. The action shot is better on all of them. And people are starting to take notice. And the, But still, the, the population's you know a lot lower. So these are a lot harder to find, a lot more rare and better looking cards. Yeah, they look amazing. <laughs> they just absolutely look amazing. Uh, Josh Allen has become the most expensive player to collect from the 2018 NFL draft class. I can see that just searching 2018 Prism Football on Card Ladder. And he's even exceeded Lamar Jackson. Furthermore, Josh Allen's Prism-based PSA 10 is four times as valuable as Baker Mayfield's. So, Josh, do you see any value in buying Josh Allen right now? Like, especially in light of, you know, your prediction that maybe they might even lose this weekend relatedly what risks are associated with buying josh allen cards at this point in time uh there's a lot of risk buying josh allen right now his cards are are peaking right now people are excited about him going into the playoffs and in order for his value to go up he's gonna have to exceed expectations he won't even be able to do that in week one they're expected to win they're six and a half point favorites he's gonna have to basically go to the super bowl for his prices to go up anymore that's very risky uh, I would be selling Josh Allen right now. His value is definitely peaking. and It's only can go down from here, really, unless they win the Super Bowl. Christina, is Josh Allen a player that you would consider collecting or adding at least one of his cards to your collection? Look, he did well this year, right? Like, he was someone that people in New York especially, like, really rallied behind and got, like, excited about. Last year was kind of a disappointing fizzle to his playoff uh, prospects. But like this year, he's going in strong. And I think that he is a potential like prospect you might want to consider after he gets knocked out this year. Because let's face it, the Bills are not winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Josh, let me one last question on this topic. If somebody did want to get into Josh Allen cards... When would be a good time to start looking at doing that? Probably a couple of weeks to a month after they get knocked out if they do. Even if they win the Super Bowl, still I would still like not take that risk and buy stuff now. I'd still wait and you know wait for him to get knocked out, wait for some of the attention to go away and shift over to Mahomes or whatever quarterbacks are still alive and eventually, you know, the interest will will die down. All right. I think that is sage advice. Moving on to the next game. Los Angeles Rams at Seattle Seahawks. So some background information on the Rams at the Seahawks. Uh, the Seahawks are three and a half point favorites. The Rams have not announced whether Goff or Walford will start at quarterback. Goff has an injured thumb. The Seahawks are the three seed. The Rams are the six seed. The Seahawks average 28.7 per game. They give up 23.2. The Rams average 23.3 per game. They allow only 18.5 points per game. 
best in the NFL. Okay, so let me know who you guys think will win. Um, we will go to Josh first. Josh, who will win in this ma- this wild card matchup of the Los Angeles Rams at the Seattle Seahawks? I'm taking the Rams in this one. Uh, I think that their defense is just is just amazing right now. Uh, you know, Ramsey shutting down DK Metcalf in this game, and then you have Aaron Donald, the best defensive player in the NFL. He's going to put pressure on Wilson all day. The Seahawks' offense has been struggling lately, and I just like the way that the Rams are playing right now. I think uh, I think they're going to win. All right. Uh, Nick, who do you pick to win this game, Rams or Seahawks? It's interesting. I was going to go with the Seahawks until I heard what Josh said. Yes. And that changed my opinion. Plus, Wolford, he looked bad at the beginning, but he wasn't terrible when he needs to play instead of golf. <laughs> I'm going with the Rams now. Yes, All right. I, I agree with Josh. So that's two for the Rams. Christina, I think I know who you're going to pick just because of who the other two picked, but <laughs> no. Rams at Seahawks. No, who will no, win? no. I'm from New England. You can never go with the Seahawks. Oh. I will go with the Rams. Thank you very much. Wow, okay. And uh, you know, the backup with Josh was saying um, when these two teams met for the first time in the regular season, the over-under set by Vegas was in the low to mid-50s. The second time they met, it was in the upper mid-40s. This game, it's like 42. So Vegas is telling us this is going to be a low-scoring game. I agree. God, this is so boring. I totally agree, though, that I think the Rams' defense is going to be too much. It's 4-0, clean sweep. For us, uh, that means the Seahawks are totally winning. Yeah, and we're all picking the underdog, which is really interesting. Three and a half point favorites the Seahawks were, but we're picking the underdog. Okay, so now let's talk about the Russell Wilson card market. And to do that, let's talk about the 2012 Contenders rookie ticket autograph, Russell Wilson BGS 9.5, which is an absolutely stunning card. It has a population of 324. It sold for as high as $4,550 in mid October. When talks of Russell Wilson winning MVP were dominating the sports media, the hype has cooled off a bit over the course of the year. Uh, But Wilson still ended the season with the 8th best QBR, the ninth most passing yards, and the 2nd most passing touchdowns in the league. So not a bad season at all, but maybe not the MVP caliber season that some people were hoping for. So his contender's rookie ticket auto, BGS 9.5, now sells in the $2,500 to $3,000 range, which is down more than 30% from its peak. So using Card Ladder, I can see that this card is still up. It's still up 162% compared to where it was a year ago, but it's not as high as some people thought it might be by now. So Josh, I want you to talk to me, talk to us about Russ's contender's rookie ticket autograph. And tell me what you think when you hear about this card's value dropping off a little bit over the course of the season. Yeah, that's one of my favorite cards. I think Contenders is it's just like the staple of football cards. Going back to the Brady rookie, it's it's an important card for every player. Russell Wilson's an interesting one. I don't really see him as much of a prospect anymore. I think now you're you kind of know what he is. Uh, he has a chance to win another Super Bowl or two before his career's over. So it's really about whenever you're comfortable as an entry point. And I like hearing that his prices have come down from 4,000 to 2,500. So I don't think it's a bad time to buy even now. It's just whatever you're comfortable with as an entry point with a player like that. I think he's more of a, he's a very collectible guy in my opinion. And so let's say I was super bullish on the Seahawks and I thought they were going to just do it all this year. Should I be scrambling to try and pick up my copy of this card right now? Or will there be other opportunities? Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't I would scramble on Wilson. The, the pop's pretty high. I wouldn't rush into it, wait for the right deal. 
Now, when it comes to a perennial contender like Wilson, what are the differences when you approach somebody like Wilson, who is highly collectible, who is proven, who does have uh, you know an incredible resume, who has said that he's going to play until he's in his mid-40s? We'll see if that happens. How do you approach collecting and investing in someone like Russell Wills? I take the collector mindset on guys like that. I try to find what guys that do collect those players, try to figure out what cards are important for them, try to figure out when when's a good time to buy during the season. And I just I don't worry about their their performance as much on a day-to-day basis and I try to take the long the long approach. There's lots of guys like that. Uh, Aaron Rodgers comes to mind, Drew Brees. Some of these guys who aren't quite like goat status, they're also not, you know, Mahomes. They're sort of just like establishing their career established in their career headed towards the hall of fame you can't really go wrong buying them at any point in my opinion okay christina yes uh, how do you feel when you hear that russell wilson is a very highly collectible player as a new englander uh you have no one else to collect you have to collect (laughs) russell wilson really really people okay so i knew that was coming all right thank you christina you're welcome Coming up next on Sports Cards Culture, we break down one more game, the Baltimore Ravens at the Tennessee Titans. The future is now. Card Ladder is the fastest growing sports card app on the market. The best tools to help you track your cards, watch the trends, stay informed, compare cards, and track the growth of your personal collection. All in one simple and intuitive platform. Join the innovators, not the imitators. The best sports card app on the market. A stock market for sports cards. Card Ladder. Watching SEC Sports Cards Culture. Keep up with the crew and follow them on all the socials. Plus, join Josh and Chris and sometimes special guest Christina every Friday night on Instagram Live. The crossover. Finally, let's talk about one more game uh, from this upcoming weekend. Wish we could talk about all six, but we don't have infinite time, so that one more we'll have to do. Baltimore Ravens at the Tennessee Titans. The Ravens are three and a half point favorites on the road. Uh, interestingly, although maybe home field advantage isn't quite as big this year. The Ravens are the five seed. The Titans are the four seed. The Ravens average 29.3 points per game. They allow 18.9 points per game. For context, that means the Ravens average the seventh most and they allow the second fewest points in the league. The Titans average 30.7 per game and they allow 27.4 points per game. Okay, so everyone, please make your predictions for who you think will win. And this time we will start with... Christina. Christina, Ravens at Titans. Who wins? Titans. Okay. Because Derrick Henry did not do me wrong in fantasy football this year. Okay. Nick? Well, I have to go with the Titans. I'm a big fan of what Harbaugh's done. However, and I think they're great in the regular season, but it always seems that they crumble in the playoffs. I don't know if it's the lights that Lamar can't handle. 
he can't really handle a comeback victory. They're always up big, and then they win big. And they, he did prove it when, during the cramp game, cramp gate, when uh, <laughs> against the Browns, you right. know, he had yeah. to come back, and, and he... He had cramps against the Browns, <laughs> all right. And he, you know, saved the day. So that showed, like, okay, he's got it. And I'm a big fan of his, so I'd like to see him win. But I think the Titans are that team, that dark horse with Derrick Henry, with Vrabel, willing to do anything, willing to take a pair of scissors downstairs and handle, you know, he infamously said that last year. Plus, the Tannehill, how was he left out of the Pro Bowl, given his stats compared to the quarterbacks that made it above him? It's just, I'm I'm going with the Titans. All right, Nick is not uncertain in his choice at all. Uh, Josh, who do you like, man? Baltimore Ravens at the Tennessee Titans. I'm taking the Ravens. I think Lamar Jackson's playoff failures is the most overblown topic in all of football. I don't understand. He's in his third year in the league. Like, give the just because he's not Mahomes and he's not winning Super Bowls in his second year, third year, doesn't mean that he's not going to be a great player. He already has an MVP under his belt. I think he has a lot to prove this year, and I think he's going to make a nice playoff run. I actually really like the Ravens. I've liked them all year. You said that their plus minus is like 12. It's insane. They're like one of the best offenses and defenses. They're going to get the run game going. The Titans defense is terrible. Uh, I like the Ravens in this game. I'm going with the Ravens as well. I think uh, the Ravens are going to benefit from the fact that they weren't uh, you know that the expectations have come down a bit on them just because they kind of ran into a rough patch with injuries and COVID related stuff. And yeah, when you just look at the numbers, like Josh said, I couldn't believe it when I was pulling these numbers that the Ravens average twenty nine point three per game. They only give up eighteen point nine. They're a top seven offense and defense. Might be the only team in the league that meets both those criteria. Maybe the Chiefs do too. So the, I was very impressed by that. And yeah, I like the I like the Lamar narrative going into this year uh, and going into these playoffs. I think that the pressure is off and that he could surprise a lot of people. All right, now let's talk about the sports card market for a superstar running back who will be featured in this game. Derrick Henry just had an all time great season at his position. He led the league in rushing yards with 2,027. That's the fifth most ever. And he led the league in rushing TDs at the running back position with 17. And he probably helped many people win their fantasy football season this year. Christina, did Derrick Henry help you win your fantasy football league this year? No, Chris. No, he did not. Oh, okay. Who? What type of buzzsaw the- did he run into that stopped you when you had Derrick Henry? I had a really bad two weeks, okay? okay? Like, really bad. And then, of course, after the playoffs for Fantasy were over, my team blew up with, like, <laughs> all right. double-digit scores. Okay. So, right. bite me. <laughs> all right. Using card ladders data tracking, I can see that Derrick Henry's 2016 Prism Silver rookie card, PSA 10, which has a population of only 64, has been selling in the $500 to $600 range. Now, what's interesting to me, this card sold sold for as much as $642 midway through the season in October, and it it sold for even higher, going for more than $700 during the preseason. So realistically, I don't know what else Derrick Henry could have done to had to have had a better season. If you bought Derrick Henry cards during the preseason, I'm sure you're scratching your head right now, wondering how it could be that somehow Derrick Henry's cards are less valuable after putting on a legendary performance this year. So, Josh, 
please talk to the Derrick Henry collectors and investors out there. Where do you see this guy's card market going from here? Well, I kind of want to ask you, Chris, how, how does a running back's card market look the year <laughs> after they go up? Yeah, run, running backs are just the riskiest position in all of sports cards. It's just it's just how it goes, especially after these crazy high usage seasons that Henry's had. Uh, you know, we get all excited about their seasons and think they're going to do it forever, but running backs just don't do it forever. Their shelf life is very short. Todd Gurley, Christian McCaffrey, even guys like Adrian Peterson, their prices eventually go down over time. I think he's a fun player to collect, though. Uh, I don't know that I'd be collecting him right now if, if I wanted to. Uh, I would probably wait a little bit later in his career. Like, if you were a Todd Gurley collector, you could go ham right now. Get whatever you want. You know, all the rookie cards you could ever imagine. His cards are in insanely cheap. And he had a similar run that that uh, Henry had, you know, a few years ago where he was touchdown leaders every year. He was, you know, making having spectacular seasons. So running backs are just risky, man. It is. There's just no way around it. Um, if you were holding some Derrick Henry cards right now, not for the long term, you were maybe looking for a good time to sell. Is now a good time? Should people wait for preseason and see if maybe they can hit another, you know, speculative peak going into preseason? What would you do? I'd be, I mean, yeah, I'd be selling now. Okay. Christina, would you trade? Our Christian McCaffrey cards for Derrick Henry cards right now. And bear in mind that McCaffrey once was selling for 33% more than Derrick Henry in the preseason. And now Derrick Henry is twice as valuable as Christian McCaffrey. It doesn't matter what I want to do with the Christian McCaffrey collection that we own. Because <laughs> you're never going to let it go. <laughs> Probably not. Wow. Well and it said. keeps growing. Yeah, that's funny how that works. I don't get it. I, I the cards yeah. just keep coming in the mail. I don't yeah. know where they, they come from. They keep showing up to my name. All right. That's going to do it for Sports Cards Culture. Looking forward to a very exciting weekend of NFL football. See you guys next week. Thanks for watching. Tell us in the comment section below what the crew should cover next week. And don't forget to like and subscribe. See you next time on SCC Sports Cards Culture.